Hello, and welcome back to Healing Quest. I'm Roy Walkenhorst. And I'm Judy Brooks. You know, our focus here on Healing Quest is optimum health and integrative medicine. And one of the scariest developments in the health world in recent years has been the emergence of bacteria that are, like, resistant to antibiotics. So we've talked about it here on many occasions, and it's a growing concern. But now, a potential all-natural solution to part of the problem just may be emerging. It comes in the form of something else you've heard us talk a lot about here, a probiotic. So it may be turning out that probiotics not only keep our digestive system healthy and do all kinds of other wonderful things for us, they may also be disease fighters against some really scary diseases like staph infections, also known as MRSA, which can be life-threatening. I mean, in fact, 53% of staph or MRSA infections in the U.S. right now are resistant to antibiotics. So we've asked microbiologist Kieran Krishnan from Just Thrive Probiotics to discuss what he thinks could be a major development in natural health. So, uh, Kieran, thanks so much for joining us today. Always a pleasure to be with you guys. Thank you for having me. Uh, So how big a deal do you think this is? So it's absolutely huge. As a microbiologist or anyone who's in the clinical space, one of the scariest notions is that we may end up living in a post-antibiotic world. Oh, my God. You know, antibiotics can be argued to be one of the most profound discoveries in medicine, right? The, the discovery of penicillin and beyond. Um, and we have in, in, in the world of science, uh, where it, like, like people denote in, in culture, a, um, uh, before Christ and after Christ as the way you measure, you know, uh, major events, we measure, measure major events as a pre-antibiotic and post-antibiotic world. Oh, my goodness. Right, so, oh, right. No. so pre-antibiotic discovery. The vast majority of people died from antibacterial uh, infections. And it was simple stuff. It was dysentery. You'd get a simple gut infection and you'd die. You'd get a sinus infection and you'd die. You would step on a thorn and get a little infection in your foot and you'd end up dying from that. All of those things became a non-issue once we discovered probiotics. And so once you've, once we've lived... You mean antibiotics? Uh, sorry, antibiotics. Yes, you're right. Once you've discovered antibiotics and all of those deaths from those simple infections that, that um, cause havoc in, uh, in the population, all of those were alleviated. But then we went full board the other way where we're using antibiotics for everything and overusing it quite dramatically. Even the, uh, the CDC, the Centers of Disease Control, is, it has a, a program out to urgent care, primary care physicians to try to reduce the number of antibiotic prescriptions by over 50% in the next few years. Wow. Wow. Right? So even the Center for Disease Control is saying, hey, we are writing way too many antibiotic prescriptions, typically for non-bacterial infections. Mm-hmm. And that's where we end up with all of these resistance issues. And And if we become... Uh, colonized by bacteria that are resistant to all modern-day antibiotics, we could die from very simple things like a, a cut or a bruise or, you know, a minor infection that could turn deadly very quickly. So the research that, that led us to uh, to call you, actually, I, I don't think has gotten a lot of attention. It was done at the National Institute of Allergy and Infectious Diseases, which is part of the National Institutes of Health. I didn't realize there are 27 institutes in the National Institutes of Health, and it's part of the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services. So this is these are government scientists that have discovered this, right? 
In, yeah, International Consortium of Government Scientists. So um, these uh, these types of scientists have uh, laboratories and collaborations with universities and other research institutes all across the world. Mm-hmm. So it, it's the largest research organization in the world is the NIH, the National Institutes of Health, and then all of their other divisions. Mm-hmm. Um, so this is at the highest levels of scientific research. Um, and that's what's so amazing about this study. When I, when I first came across it, uh, and I, I had some inclination um, a couple of years ago that they were doing this study. I'd spoken to somebody who works with the NIH that had talked about it because they know I'm involved in probiotics and spores. And uh, it was so exciting to see the study come out. So if I'm getting this right, in a sports metaphor, I've always thought about probiotics as kind of they're on defense. You know, they kind of make sure that stuff does. But now it turns out that in in this case, they could be on offense, which is to say they could then really kind of deal with the with the MRS and the staph infection. Am I getting that right? You have it, yeah, absolutely. And, and, and again, it's certain types of probiotics, because what they found in the study is they looked at several hundred people, and they, and they looked at numerous body sites. Uh, they started swabbing you know, um, your, the, their mouths, their skin. Um, they were looking at stool samples and so on to figure out um, how many people in this population, I think the total number was a few hundred that they looked at, how many people were colonized, with antibiotic-resistant staphylococcus. And so what they found was that they found a quite a high dramatic number that was actually high in staphylococcus uh, colonization, but all of the people that were not colonized with staphylococcus also had colonization by a single protective probiotic strain. And that single protective probiotic strain was Bacillus subtilis. Mm -hmm. That's the main spore-forming probiotic strain that we work with and that we've worked with in the Just Thrive and and, uh, product and other products that that we've helped develop. And so that was the only difference that they found. The people that did not have antibiotic-resistant strains living in and on their body, which at any time can cause a severe infection, they had um, high levels of this probiotic bacillus subtilis spores, which has been shown to be protective against these harmful bacteria. If you're just joining us, I'm Judy Brooks. And I'm Roy Walkenhorst. You're listening to Healing Quest. And we're talking about what looks like a major development in how probiotics may be able to protect us against superbugs that are resistant to antibiotics. You know, as a matter of fact, I'm, I'm holding in my hand right now. I don't often read supplement facts on the sides of, uh, of products, but I've got one here for your Just Thrive. And it looks like, yeah, Bacillus subtilis is one of, I think, uh, four or five that you guys use to make Just Thrive. Yeah, and it's one of the main strains, and one of the reasons why we have that, of the four strains, that's the highest amount. Uh, One of the reasons we formulated the product that way was because that strain um, is so protective to the human host. Uh, There there are numerous other studies, even before this large-scale study that came out, numerous other studies that show that that strain can fight off E. coli infections, can fight off um, H. pylori infections, can fight off Clostridium difficile infections. So we've known for some time that that strain is really um, protective and plays that offensive role in our system, like you said, Mm -hmm. to protect us against really harmful bacteria. Um, But it was quite profound to see that those that had colonization by this protective strain 
actually had no colonization by antibiotic strain, and those that did not have this protective strain in their system had high levels of the antibiotic strain, or at least presence of the antibiotic strain. Mm-hmm. So it's, it's, it's a huge affirmation for how important this type of protective probiotic is. I have a question, we're almost out of time, but that is, if somebody already has an infection, so it's not something that they've managed to ward off, um, should they be taking maybe a larger dose of the Thrive probiotic than they would normally be taking? I, like I take two a day just because I'm trying to protect myself. Does it yeah, work? Yeah, absolutely. When you're already sick. Yeah, it, <laughs> and it does. You know, so for example, when I, I travel a lot for what I do, and, and there's been a few times over the last few years where I've been in a, in a country where I've eaten something and it, and it causes um, a GI issue. So I know, okay, that I must have eaten something contaminated with something, and I up my dose to about four caps at once, wow. and that usually just knocks it right out. Oh, you good. Know, I don't. Yeah, so it it absolutely um, it makes scientific sense to be able to increase your dose if you are going undergoing an acute condition, and even if it's a viral condition, because these bacteria upregulate your immune response so well that even if you have a flu or cold or viral infection, it can help protect against that. Great. Well, thanks, Kieran. We've been talking with Kieran Krishnan about research indicating that a certain kind of probiotic can combat staph infections, superbugs, and those kinds of things that are now, unfortunately, becoming resistant to antibiotics. Let me tell you, I'm hoping we're going to hear a lot more about this in the months and years ahead as more research indicates just how how terrific this is so we can really begin to deal with these superbugs that are a big concern. Well, as usual, he gives us a lot to think about. I think that we saw someplace that staph infections are... uh, No, yeah, the the research in in the article that I read that leading up to our conversation, the statistic is that 53% right now of staph or MRSA infections in the U.S. are resistant to antibiotics. That's ridiculous. Let me tell you what happens. If that's not treated, you know, the staph or MRSA infection can lead to sepsis which is your system shutting down and you die. Well, first of all, staph infections are really hard to, to kill anyway. Exactly. I mean, you know, and unfortunately, a lot of times we get those, uh, you know, if you're in the hospital, that's, uh, you know, in MRSA. Mm-hmm. And if you're traveling and now we're about to start the traveling season for the holidays here and a lot of people, you know, are on planes and and out with a lot of people and that's where you can pick up a lot of these bugs. Mm-hmm. So you want to really, this is a good time. I mean, I know I'm, I've doubled up on my probiotics just because I want to keep my immune system, you know, a little bit healthier and especially it's cold and flu season there's all kinds of reasons for you to be giving yourself a little extra protection and the spore-based probiotic we're talking about is just thrive and right. Roy and I've been taking this for a couple of years now and I, I've taken probiotics for years mm-hmm. and I've never had one that has made me feel as good as this one does and in our interview um, Karan mentioned what it is because there's all there's all kinds of strains of probiotics but there's a category of them called bacillus and he mentioned that but mm-hmm. I, I think it's worth so it's spelled B for boy, A-C-I-L-L-U-S, bacillus. And those are the ones that have the spore protection, which enables them to get all the way down into the part of your intestine where they can really do good. And they can withstand, like he said, they can withstand heat yeah. and cold. It doesn't, you know, they are built to get into your digestive system. And unfortunately, with a lot of probiotics, 
They just don't make it through all of the acid in your stomach. The gastric barrier, as yeah. it's called. But the other amazing thing about these spore-based is that they also help the body then naturally produce antioxidants once they get into the small intestine. And again, the antioxidant thing is, is really important. We're going to talk about it in this next section where we talk about a superfood. But we all need as many antioxidants as we can to keep ourselves healthy as long as possible. Well, up next, we're going to find out about a superfood we can take every day to help keep us healthy. Don't forget, podcasts of this and other Healing Quest shows are available at our website, HealingQuest.tv. And please follow us on Facebook and Twitter and Instagram. I'm Judy Brooks. And I'm Roy Walkenhorst, and you're listening to Healing Quest on iHeartRadio. Radio. 